Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Reignite Your Soul. I'm so excited to be back here with you guys for another incredible interview. We have an amazing guest here, Sierra Wirtz, and I am just so excited for her to be able to share her incredible passion. And um, on Reignite Your Soul, we are here to explore your soul's depths, surrender to the flow, and learn how to enjoy this process. And I'm super excited. I connected with Sierra not that long ago through a mutual friend, and she is just such an incredible bright light. And she has so much knowledge to be able to share. So I was so excited to have her come on here with all of you guys and just share her knowledge. And she's a lunar abundance coach. She's from Pennsylvania, and she helps female entrepreneurs who are ready to create aligned success. She is a mom of two. She's an empowered, amazing, beautiful woman. And she is here on this planet to raise that collective energy. So welcome, Sierra. We are so excited to have you on here today. Thank you. Thank you. What a beautiful intro. Um, I'm so honored to just be here, be able to share all this love um, with your audience and our connection. It is magical and beautiful. And I see this beauty and this light that, you know, being able to share this wisdom and magic creates. So good. I don't know if you can, can you hear that Christmas song that's playing in the background? Yeah, I honestly, I don't know what it is. I've been sitting in this office for two days now and it just, this light, it just all of a sudden starts playing this Christmas song. And I'm like, what is going on? And it was funny because um, my brother-in-law is just like a massive fan of Christmas, like, like Christmas freak. And um, I'm here right now with my family and my niece, she's 16 months old and her, um, she has her bed right here. So she's always pushing the buttons on the light. And we were joking. We're like, Maya, like learned how to code. She's a 16 year or 16 month old baby genius and learned how to like code Christmas songs into this light. So you're just gonna have to bear with this Christmas song in the background. Cause I honestly don't even know where it's coming from or how it's like on there, but it'll go away soon. <laughs> incredible. I love it. I think that's really beautiful though. The magic. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, there we go. It's all done. And yeah, so I would absolutely love like, so Siri and I connected and she, we had an incredible, powerful full moon just recently. And she came on to together. We rise and did an incredible workshop for us on how to harness the full moon energy and surrender and release a lot of emotions and stuff going forward. And we've got an incredible um, full moon or new moon coming up that we really wanted to share and Sierra super excited to share about. But before we get into all of the magic of the lunar energy, would you mind just sharing a little bit about you, Sierra? Like um, where you came from, like how you got into being a light worker, getting into energy work and how you ended up getting into your coaching business? Yeah, of course. Um, so I guess I would say that it's kind of always been a part of me. Um, I was exposed to this as a child. My dad was all into spiritual stuff, um, full moon energy, all of the magic. And I really resisted it. Um, I like drew myself away from it. I was like, I don't know what that is. I don't want it anymore. Uh, went on on my own, have two beautiful little babies now. And as I started to get deeper into being a mom and how uh, stressful it can be, right? Like I realized that I have a lot of negative energy and I just, I didn't want that around my kids. I didn't want that around what I was doing. And so I brought it back into my life, more of the lunar energy work, more of the uh, crystal magic, all of that love. And I was like, I also want to have a business. I want to be able to serve women um, and stay home with my little babies. So I started a uh, coaching business and I was in business coaching and strategy, social media coaching, all the love for that. But I realized there was so much more out there. Um, strategy is great. Uh, making money is great. But when we really get to the heart of it, we connect to ourselves, we connect to our inner goddess light. 
we're raising the energy of the planet. We're raising the energy of the collective and we're showing up empowered. We're showing up, you know, here to serve. We're bringing more light to the air. And that's really what I wanted to help other women see in themselves, see their own beauty and see their own magic. And so I started to like drip it into my coaching business with, you know, my business strategy and it was received really well. Everybody was like, oh, I need this. I need this. And what I realized is you can Google any of the strategies, right? Like they're out there. If you really want to take the time or there's plenty of people that feel extremely lit up about it. And it just was no longer serving me. I was like, I, I have to do more. Like I felt it in my heart and my soul that I had to show up in a deeper way. And so I made the jump. I made the dive into the lunar energy, spiritual abundance work. Um, now I currently work on manifesting with the moon, creating moon magic, um, also doing tapping into your feminine energy, your inner goddess light and your astrological, astrological, there you go, astrological abundance. Say these big words. Um, <laughs> no, astrological abundance and your spiritual guidance. So I kind of combine all of these three parts of myself. Um, that have always really been there for me and helped me in my guidance and brought them, you know, into my coaching business, into what I get to share. Wow. You're absolutely incredible. I love how in your story, like it always fascinates me when first off, like your parents are already spiritual because for me, that wasn't the case. So it's always so cool. Like just hearing like the different backgrounds on people and how they got into it because spirituality has been going on for a long time, like for the whole entire time. Yeah. There's a lot of us like me, like I'm just kind of more newer into it. Like maybe the last like year or so where I've considered myself a spiritual person. I was always a very intuitive person and knew how to follow my guidance, but I was doing it without understanding or knowing that I was doing it. So I always love hearing that. And I love how you shared how you felt like you had this negative energy and you wanted to change. And you didn't want, like, you wanted to grow and learn like more about this and tap back into that for like your family's sake and all of that stuff. So it's always so cool. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it definitely, it hit me. I was kind of like, this isn't, this isn't how I want to be acting. You know, I was complaining about this and I was complaining about that. And I realized that that's not how I wanted to raise my kids. That's not how I wanted to enter into my marriage. That's just, it wasn't me. And I was letting all of the excess stuff, kind of taking it all in. I'm an empath. So I absorb energies at the time. I didn't realize I was doing this. Um, I thought I was just a really miserable person and I was going to be negative. And then I would have these high highs and it would be amazing. And then I would crash. And I realized I had to figure out, you know, the next step, how to activate this and tapping it back into myself and doing these things, activating my inner goddess and igniting the passions within me, you know, on a consistent basis, taking these non-negotiable steps, I was able to see that light shining more. I was able to show up in different ways and not just for business, but like being a better daughter, being a better mother, being a better friend, um, just being able to take care of myself, feeling better, you know, feeling rejuvenated. Mm -hmm. So it really is an all encompassing journey of the spiritual world that we take in. Wow. That's incredible. Yeah. It's so cool how we can like start off for like maybe one aspect of our life, but it's like, this truly is work that as you raise your frequency, as you raise your vibration, it affects absolutely everything in your life. And I love how you shared. It was like, that's why I like to create the podcast, reignite your soul and my business, reignite your soul. Cause I truly am a massive believer that it doesn't matter where we're currently at in our life. We may be at a bottom of a bottom, like a really low, but everybody, every single human being here has the opportunity to be able to reignite their soul and be able to tap back into their internal energy and be able to start working on that inner self so we can truly start raising it and raise the collective of the whole entire like world and it's just honestly like so amazing like seeing you doing all of the stuff that you do you've got your amazing family 
And like I said, I've been here with my niece now for a little bit and I have so much respect now for people with kids. Kids are <laughs> literally a full-time job. It's absolutely ridiculous. Well, it's not ridiculous. It's so cool. Cause you get to invest so much energy into them. But for you, like, I just want to commend you for having two children plus putting out so much energy for yourself, plus putting out and holding space for all of your clients and just like everything you do on your social media and all of the energy that you're putting out to the world. So thank you for shining bright and just showing up for yourself and really fueling your own cup and deciding that there had to be more to life. Thank you. Thank you for seeing that. I, I do want to say in that, um, for any mamas out there listening, right. When you, when you show up to give so much to everybody else, your kids, your clients, your friends, um, there is a very key part of that. You have to fill your cup first. Right. And so yeah. like, I take that every day. I take that time. Cause otherwise I wouldn't able to be shining as bright. I wouldn't able to be spreading as much love. And so when you get into this work and when you dive deeper into igniting your soul, like you said, right. When you get into that, it's like, what does it look like for me? How am I giving myself that light and that love to be able to do what is truly calling to me? Mm -hmm. And I know we have like quite a few listeners that say, do have kids. Do you have any advice before we get into the lunar energy, before we get into all of that fun stuff? Do you have any advice um, for any moms that are listening or parents in general? Maybe there's some dads on here listening to just because we've lived in a society where it's like, it's selfish to look after ourselves. And we, we must put everybody else first, but then it's like, we end up running ourselves into the ground and then we're not showing up for ourselves enough. We're not showing up for our family. So just any advice that you might have to, to kind of prompt that in people right now to just really look after themselves before they look after everybody else that they love. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that's such a key, a key point to share about. Um, so thank you. Thank you for bringing this to attention. Um, the one thing that I would say is let it's not selfish to take care of yourself, right? Because if you take, if you don't take care of yourself, you can't take care of them. Like when you're so stressed and you're so worked up and your energy is snapping on an instant, right? One thing happens, you can yell at your kids. You can freak out and you don't want to, you don't mean to. You can start crying over, you know, the laundry, you know, not being switched or, you know, a dish breaking. And it's, you know, a huge thing when it doesn't have to be. And so taking care of yourself, taking a step back and saying, what do I need in this moment? You know, even if it's five, 10 minutes a day, especially with little kids, right? They're active. They're always running around, um, giving yourself that time to say, okay, if I want to show up for my family, I have to show up for myself first. And the other thing that I will share is so, um, my son is two, almost two and a half. And one of the things that I've done with him is that he's gotten into, you know, taking time for himself and he's two, most two-year-olds don't sit down and grab a crystal and meditate. Mine does. Um, I've showed him the values of self-care. So saying, Hey honey, you know, you need to sit here and you need to hold this. And he, he holds his crystal. He goes, Oh, and it's the cutest oh, wow. little thing. But what you're doing is you're showing them as you take time for yourself, that they are allowed to do that as they get older. So when they're in their teen years and they're coming home from school and it was a horrible day and they don't want to do this and they don't want to do that, giving themselves some love, showing them that this is what you do, right? You're setting that example for them to take on to their adult years. And, you know, you're raising that generational vibe as well. I love that so much because they're just like little sponges, like, and I'm like such a massive, um, I'm a, such a science nerd and I love like the subconscious mind. And it's like up until the age of like seven, where kids don't have that conscious mind to be able to filter this. So they're literally picking up every single thing that we do. And a lot of it is just energetically too, right? Like even if we're stressed or anxious without even saying we're anxious or saying we're stressed, they're picking up on that energy. 
and it's it's transmuting a lot into them as well so as we can even on an energetic level start taking care of ourselves more it's helping them to be able to learn and grow and to be able to handle their own emotions too so thank you so much for just shining a little bit of light on that because uh, i know it's always one of those topics where we're just learning we're learning and growing and this is something as a society we're learning to be able to take better care of ourselves so thanks for shining some light on that and so let's get into um this lunar energy and abundance because there's an incredible i know you're really excited to share about the new moon that is coming up so whether you want to talk about the full moon that just passed before you talk about the new moon i will let you go on it because you're the expert on all of this and i'm just super excited to learn more about it Ah, beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for that. Um, I think, oh God, I could talk for hours on this, right? Uh, I won't take up all of your time. (laughs) Um, but no, the, so the blue moon that just happened was in Taurus and it's kind of, it was a big shift in what's coming. Um, the energies like alignment, craziness, magic happens. Um, and so many people have been coming to me and being like, I didn't realize it was going to be really powerful. Can I still tap into that energy? Um, did I miss it? Um, so if you're watching this podcast and you're listening to this podcast and you're like, oh, I didn't, you know, see it. I didn't get to that. Um, there's really a lot of beauty in the fact that this energy is still in the air. It's not as amplified, but you can still give yourself love. Um, one of the main key points of this blue moon was that you can call in your wealth and your abundance and your success by giving yourself love, by showing yourself that you're worthy. And when you do that, you're opening yourself up to receiving. So honor that in yourself. Um, and you can, you can tap into this energy. You can honor that within you. Now getting into this new moon in Scorpio, this is happening on the 15th of November. It is absolutely magical. And it is literally the time for rebirth. Like when we think about all of that 2020 has brought us and we think about all of the energies, all of the things happening, all that we want to come forward. There's a lot of super moons going on and there's a lot of magic. We just had the blue moon, right? There's so much building up and it kind of comes to this new moon in Scorpio energy and is like, oh, what do I do now? Scorpio is an intense sign. And so there's a lot of intensity in the air leading up to this. And what it does is it asks you to transmute it to go within for this new beginning, to go into this rebirth session, to go into this, you know, what's coming for me, this new beginning, and really see what that looks like. Feeling into how you can show up with this energy, you know, where where is it calling you to move forward, to have that release that you just went through, right, with all of these intense energies, and how to rebirth this into something beautiful. There's a strong death and grieving process that has to happen for certain parts of yourself, and then allowing those parts to shine and form into the beautiful magic that's coming for you into 2021, into this next year, into uh, the Sagittarius sign that's, you know, happening at the end of November, which is fire and it's passion and it's creation, right? So anchoring into how you can take the intensity inside yourself, the darkness that so many people don't want to touch on, right? Saying, how can I tap into this and use it to allow myself to be this new, improved, empowered, beautiful light being that I am. This is what this new moon energy has. It's powerful. It's potent. It's happening and being aware of it and activating it. Cause I think something that you mentioned earlier that really stuck with me, right. Is you were doing this and you didn't even realize, right. You were um, embodying that your intuition and listening to yourself and your guidance, but you weren't fully aware you were doing it. 
And we all do that. We all embrace the energies that are a part of us, whether we realize we are or not. But when we activate them, when we tap into them, there's so much more magic that's created. It's like, if you want to think about something, you know, baking a cake and you want to put it together, or you want to actually put your intention and love and spend the time to mix it properly and do all the things, you have this beautiful fluffy cake instead of like the ingredients just sitting there, right? You still have everything to make it, but you don't fully have the cake yet. And I'm a baker too. So like, I love to bake and I use these (laughs) analogies a lot. Um, But no, it's holding that space for you to activate the energy within you, activate what this new moon is calling for you, activate your goddess light, activate your soul, reigniting your soul, right? And calling that forward. This is all that this new moon encompasses. And so when I say I'm excited about it, like I'm not even a little bit excited. Like I am like jumping up and down, excited about the energies coming forward right now. This is so incredible. I know I can tell you're literally making me so excited about it too. And when you talk about kind of the intensity of a Scorpio um, with the new moon that's coming, would you be able to explain a little bit more about like how that feels to feel that intensity? Because a lot of time, like we just don't recognize, right? It's a lot about awareness of like what's actually going in with within us. And if you say like, uh, it's a very intense, maybe like bringing up a lot of darkness within people. And I know like I used to be somebody who um, was always like, I'm always an optimist. Right. I was seeing the positive, but then a lot of the time I didn't actually like understand the magic that comes from this darkness and this shadow side of us, because it brings incredible awareness that we can take a look at it and be able to say, okay, like, what is this teaching me? Cause everything that we experience is always an opportunity. Absolutely. Oh, that was so beautiful. Yeah. Okay. So I'm a Scorpio moon sign. So I'll share with you guys. Um, you can find your chart. They're super easy to find and you can find them for free, but your sun sign is like your core personality. Well, your moon sign is your emotional personality. And so the new moon in Scorpio, the moon, whatever the sign is in, it's calling on your emotionals and it's affecting that sign. So for me, the Scorpio moon is like right up my alley. I live in that darkness. I want to play in it. I want to create it. I want to have fun. Um, what it can really look like in your body is different places and depending on where it's up for you, it's calling on a different thing, right? But like different places can feel heavier. It can feel more tiring. It can feel more exhausting. Um, it can also feel more uh, easily shifting. So you can go from one to another, you can be balancing. And this looks different for um, different signs, depending on how you really react to this. But it calls on you to, you know, have a different energy coming forward that you're kind of like, what just happened? Why did I do that? Where did that come from? Things like that. Conversations can get really heated really quickly during this time because the energy is intense in everybody. And when we're not activated and we're not aware of it, like you said, we're not sure why it's happening. So we just let those emotions build and bubble and boil. And then it's like, explosion worthy of like, this is happening. I don't understand why you're doing this, blah, 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 right? It's intense. It's like in a very potent kind of way, but it can also be really beautiful when you rein that intensity into exactly where you're feeling it in your body. So like, if you're feeling that sinking stomach and you're feeling, um, whenever you start to do something, you feel that like gut instinct of like, oh, I gotta take a deep breath. There's a lot of pressure in my chest or there's pain in my stomach, right? Looking at what that feels like, maybe do you need to heal your heart? Do you need to open yourself up to some things? Do you need to heal some wounds? You know, if it's in your stomach, you know, do you need to 
boost your confidence. Maybe you need to feel a little more open about what you're doing, what you're creating, how you're showing up, right? Thinking about where in your body you're feeling it. Where do you feel the tension? Where do you feel the heaviness? Where do you feel the tiredness? And then where in your body you feel the light and bringing that light to that place. It's a really powerful thing. I love that. And our bodies are such incredible messengers, right? But we just haven't learned how to understand the messaging, right? We learn the language of English, yet we don't learn the language of the soul. And our soul is always just trying to do the highest good for ourselves and bring awareness. So whether it's this like sinking feeling, whether it's anxiety, whether it's pressure, whether it's these things that are uncomfortable for us to actually sit with a lot of the times for anybody listening, I want you to know that it all happens for a reason. And um, thank you so much for sharing a little bit more about that and what that could feel like. So if guys, if you are feeling like there are some heated, tense energies coming in, understand that the moon does play a big role in this. Yet, I I just want to kind of share with you guys that it's not an excuse. (laughs) So a lot of time we can be like, well, you know what? I'm just kind of a little bit like this because the moon is like this. Okay, blame the moon. (laughs) But this is really, it's calling on us to like, it's showing us our triggers. It's showing us these aspects of ourselves that like Sierra said, we, we want to put more attention to. So maybe it would come to like, depending on where it is in your body, like maybe doing some more research on the chakras and like where they actually are aligned in your body energetically. And um, even like communication wise, I know for me, like communication is so key when it comes to life in general, like literally learning, like when you can learn how to communicate properly and understand your emotions, it just makes life so much easier. So when you're in these very intense emotions, try not to make any like big decisions, right? Like I always like try to like sit with my emotions and sit with whatever the decision is. And then once I'm through those emotions and I have a more clear state of mind, then make decisions. And another thing too, like if we're in conversations and stuff and things get heated, like a lot of the time we feel like we need to answer right away or we need to get back to people right away. When in reality, I know for me personally, like when I learned that I didn't have to do that, when I didn't have to respond back to people right away, when I was in those places, like it helped me a lot with my relationships and everything, because it gives you that time to be able to sit back and reflect on the decisions that you want to make about how you're feeling. And then be able to like, it's almost like a chess game, right? Like somebody plays a move and then you have time to think about it and be like, okay, I have this option, this option, this option, like look at your options and which one do I feel in my heart from my heart space is the best option kind of for, for myself and everybody involved moving forward, thinking about the highest good for everybody. Yes. Oh, that's so beautiful. I love that chess game analogy uh, because it really is, right? Like we don't have to, you know, we don't have to act on everything. We don't have to react on everything. We can listen to our bodies, listen to our intuitions and follow what does feel good. And I love how you said it's not an excuse to like act up and have craziness because it's really, really not like this is a time and it brings things forward for you, not so that you can continue doing them, right? Like it brings these things forward to show you that this is a current pattern you're living, that this Mm -hmm. is a current thing that is out of alignment for you and asking you, La Luna is shining her light down. And, you know, throughout this phase coming from starting on November 15th and going into December 13th before the new moon in Sagittarius, you know, shining her light down and saying, okay, take this time for your rebirth, take this time to really see what's coming. And these things that are negative energies, you don't want them in this rebirth for you. You need to let them go. You need to let them dissolve 
and you can grieve and accept and forgive these parts of yourself, forgive these actions, forgive these people, right? Maybe this looks like, you know, some cord cutting and some grieving of people in your life that no longer are serving you in the space as you're rebirthing, as you're moving forward for your transformation. It is a hundred percent not an excuse to act up, but it is a hundred percent an ex- you know, experience for you to open yourself up and be aware of how you're acting. Mm-hmm. I love that. I always say take radical responsibility because whether like, like I always just think like our subconscious, a lot of it is like so programmed from like so many things, like from our childhood and like different subconscious things in the media and all of these things that it's like, we did not have a choice of having these in our minds, but we have a choice whether they stay in our minds mm-hmm. and, and we get to take radical responsibility and understanding that regardless whether we chose all of these things or not, we were put in the situations where we picked all of these things up. We are the person we are today because of all of the accumulation of small, tiny decisions we've made along the way. And we are here today. And I also, I love the saying, like, um, it's not your fault if you're fucked up, but it's your fault if you stay fucked up. <laughs> it's so true, right? It's like, in reality, it's like, okay, yeah, like we get to take ownership. We get to take radical responsibility. And we get to, we get to choose love and we get to choose light and we get to move forward and really impact our own frequency and everybody else around us. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's a beautiful thing. I'm going to put that on my wall. <laughs> Right, I know. <laughs> um, but I think I think the other thing that is really keen on sharing in this part is that the darkness can actually really help you understand things. Because as you were bringing up before, like you know, it's all the decisions you made that have led you here. There, there isn't really a present version of yourself, right? The current you that you are is just a manifestation of all of your past decisions. It's, you know, you led yourself to being this version of you. So there isn't currently a present you because the current you is, you know, calling in the next version and the actions she's taking now is a manifestation of the you you're going to be. And Mm -hmm. so thinking about that and thinking about all of the things that you've done, like, okay, I'm sure anybody listening to this and you and I, we can all agree that like, there's been a dark moment in our life whether that's been an extremely dark bottom of the bottom or whether that's just been a, you know, wow, this was really rough and there was a sadness here. Whatever the case is, looking at those dark moments, looking at the dark actions we've done, the things that have been not fun, very uncomfortable, right? They've all taught us so much lessons about ourselves. They've brought things forward that we never would have seen or experienced or opened ourselves to if we weren't in that darkness. And so while we're there, it can feel really uncomfortable and it can feel really heavy, but it opens you up for more. And so looking back on your life, those little rebirths, those little times in the darkness, right? They were helping you to transform. This season that we're in is the darkness, right? She wants you to look at it all, see yourself, find the clarity that you need, not just seeing, oh yeah, I do this while that sucks, but being like, oh wow, I didn't know I did that like that. I didn't know it affected me like that. This is how it comes forward. This is why it comes forward, right? It brings the clarity of how you can shine a different way, how you can take a different path of how you can move forward on your journey without holding space for these things that no longer serve you. Wow. I love that. Yeah. And it's like seeing it and accepting all parts of ourselves because really like we're all here, we're all perfectly imperfect beings just doing our absolute best. And when we can take a look at the whole entire thing and stop attaching these lower frequency emotions of shame and guilt and all of these things that are just really just weighing us down even more and just like shine light on it and then see how we want to change. We want to grow and we want to turn it into more abundance in our life. And we're so worthy of achieving like so many things in our life. Like there's always going to be another level 
that we can strive for. And there's nothing wrong with striving for, for more in our life. Like, I feel like that's one of the big societal beliefs that we've kind of picked up is that um, like to just settle or be average and not shine your light, not be bright. Yeah, I completely agree. There is a very societal normal of dimming your light. You want to cheer other people on. You, you're supposed to and expected to celebrate others, to be like, oh, yay, you got that promotion, or that's beautiful that you did that, or let's honor you for your birthday, right? You're expected to give love and light to so many other people, but to do it for yourself is selfish. You're greedy. Like there's so much negativity and shame around it. And mm-hmm. I just, I wish I could just like take an eraser and wipe it all (laughs) away and say, this is not okay. Like you are allowed to love yourself. You are allowed to say, I'm going for this goal. I'm reaching this. You are allowed to share it with everybody. You are allowed to share it with nobody. You are allowed to live your life the way that you feel called to. And that's not guilty. That's not shameful. That doesn't have to be this negative thing. If you're doing what's best for you, when you show up with your good intentions, when you show up with the light you have to serve the world and however that looks like for you, right? You're showing up with the energy and agreement with your soul about how you can really shine. And you're not having the negativity flood in. You're not doing these things that are, you know, harmful to others because you're doing it in a way that feels really good and feels Mm -hmm. exciting and loving to the world, not just to yourself, but by giving yourself that love, like we're taught and it's like a severe de reprogramming that needs to happen about, you know, opening yourself up to loving yourself. And it's a beautiful thing. It doesn't have to be weird or shameful or hidden in the closet, right? It can be magical in every way. I love that so much. And would you mind just sharing like your opinion on how, when we choose to show up for ourselves and we start raising our own personal frequency, I know you're a massive um, like advocate for raising the collective energy of the whole entire planet. And maybe you could just share with everybody how by us choosing to raise our own personal frequency, how this actually ripples out to everybody that we love plus the entire world. Oh my God. Yeah. I could go on this for hours too. Um, okay. So I'll give you two examples. So one of them is like when you start to um, say like something nice to somebody that you get, even if it's just a thank you, right? So you go and you order your Starbucks coffee and you're just starting your day. You're kind of miserable. You're like, oh, not really feeling it. haven't had my coffee yet. You know, there's a lot of negative energy, but instead you're like, thank you. You know, you have a good day too, right? There's a little energetic shift and it's not, it's not a huge power of like, oh, I stepped up, I cleaned up. Like this is a minor, minor shift in yourself by just honoring that you were worthy of getting this coffee. You were deserving of that. And you're sharing the love for the person that was able to gift that to you, right? And all they did was pour the coffee. All they did was give you your money back, right? Like that's it. And so you say, thank you. You know, it raises their energy. Maybe they're a little bit nicer because you're not the sixth car in a row that just took the coffee and went off, right? So now they're smiling and they go to the person that just comes, you know, in the next line right behind you and they give them that smile. That person could have been in a horrible energy, a horrible mood and needed this coffee. And now they get this coffee and a smile. And it's like just seeing that and receiving that helps them to raise their energy and their vibration. And think about where they're going to drive off to next, how they're going to impact the person that they see next, because they just received that little love of light. And it was in a simple thank you. It was in a simple smile, right? The littlest things can have humongous ripple effects in so many ways. Now, on a deeper level, when you step fully into some things. And so I will remember um, the very first time that I invested in my business, that I invested in myself, and I told my husband I was doing it. 
And he's like, I'm so happy to give somebody $10,000. Like it was the most I've ever invested. I guess I should say, I not the first time I invested in myself, but the first time I invested high ticket in myself, in my business. And he's like, I'm so excited to give somebody $10,000. And I was like, oh, what? I love that so much. It freaks me out because I was so scared. I mean, when I started my business, I was, you know, I was not working. I was just been pregnant for nine months. I get really sick when I'm pregnant. So I had zero income for nine months. We were, a, you know, now a three person family just on one income. He was a bartender at the time, like wasn't making super great money. Love my husband to death. Um, but it wasn't like these huge among these amazing things, but the time that I put in, in my own personal development, in my own manifestation, because at this point he had done none of this. He had done no personal development work, did not work with crystals, um, called me like witchy for all of the stuff that I do. He's like, oh, you're kind of witchy. And I'm like, yeah, I am. (laughs) Um, (laughs) but he was just in the same space as I was. And there was a time when I first started that he didn't really want to talk about it because he's like, I don't understand it. You talk about this stuff and I I don't understand it. Mm. And now he had that whole release of like, oh my God, I'm so excited, right? I'm so excited for you to spend this money that, you know, we've earned together, right? And give it to somebody else because I know it's an investment in yourself. Like that was a huge wow moment for him. That was a huge wow moment for us. And now fast forwarding eight months from that, right? We have a crystal shop together and he, you know, gets on calls and does coaching things for other people. And he is out there spreading light and love as well. And it's like, that never could have happened and impacting all of the people that he impacts on his own in different ways that never could have happened if I wouldn't have, you know, just made the decision to help myself. Because if I wasn't going to do that, we were going to stay in this negativity household. We were going to stay in, you know, just the norm that everybody was in having the same friends that had the same conversations about, well, this job sucks and that person didn't tip and blah, 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 blah. It's in the air if you choose to accept it. But I was very clear. I'm like, I don't want this anymore. And he was like, okay, I don't know what that means, but okay. And here we are, you know, I mean, I've only had my business for two and a half years and the magic that has happened in two and a half years, looking back, I'm like, wow, like that, that was all created because of this. Wow. That's such a beautiful story. You're absolutely incredible. And it's, it's so crazy how much impact we can make just by staying true to ourselves and on our path and energy doesn't lie. And I love how you shared about your husband and um, being a little bit unsure about it at first. And you said like, there's almost like people, like we have this fear of the unknown because it's just unknown, right? Where it's just education that people need people that we don't need to force this stuff on them because people are going to be drawn to the energy as you choose to show up. And for anybody that is just kind of getting started with their journey as you start shining your light brighter people are going to see you changing they're not going to understand because they haven't stepped into this version where they are starting to grow as well so they're going to see you changing I remember um, my own sister when I started getting into this and started really like changing like you could literally guys you can change your actual personality traits like who you are to the core and as I started doing this and as I started showing up on social media differently my sister actually said that it was fake And this is my own sister, right? And I love my sister to death, but like she saw, she understood who I used to be. And then we hadn't seen each other for a while. So she saw me showing up this way differently over social media. And she just assumed that that was it. But you know what? By me staying true to that path, oh my gosh, the growth that she's had has just been absolutely incredible and how that's rippled out to her family and all of these other things. So education is key. And just like 
letting people know that you're there for them. And then if they have questions and like, you can answer them to the best that they can, but it is really like, it's like a lot of it is like this fear of the unknown. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think the other thing too, is that we're, when we start to level up or when we think about what's coming, we have the fear of how it's going to be received because we see the path, but not everybody around us does. Mm -hmm. And the one thing I would say for any of you that are in that space of like, I want more, I see more, I feel like I deserve more. What does that look like? How is it going to be received? Is that things like this happen, right? When you allow yourself to lean into that, lean into the growth, lean into what's coming um, for you, you are also sending that energy out. It is a vibration off of you. It truly is. And it will be received by the people that it is meant to be received by. And you will also find that some people can't, can't handle you at your best, right? They can't handle you with this new light because it triggers something for them. You know, I always say you're a mirror for everybody so that you spend time with, you are just mirroring back to them what's already inside of them. So the people that you're looking up to and you're like, oh, they're my mentor. I see so much good in them. It's just a mirror back to what's inside of you. The people that you know, are looking at you and being like, oh my God, you're a horrible person. You're so negative, right? You're mirroring back to them the things inside of themselves that they haven't healed yet. And so that's why there's a trigger here because it's like, this was a part of you at one point, you had these emotions, you had these feelings, or you haven't accepted them yet in a lot of ways. And so it's triggering to them. They see you and they're jealous or they see you and they're angry because, you know, they can't hold space for that. They can't see it. They think that it's fake. And Mm -hmm. so holding space for that, your energy is mirroring back to the people that need to see it in the best way. And there will be some people that it falls off for. There will be some people that as you grow, you expand different ways and it's okay. And that's a part of the process. That's a part of the journey for you to be the best version of you. Mm -hmm. I love that so much. And it's like, I remember going through that and like, you go through this phase of like not understanding it, but like looking back, I'm like, it's, it's so beautiful. Cause it's like it, allows so many people to grow in different ways, right? Like even if say, like we, for some reason, think that people should be in our life forever when we meet them, right? But if that's not the case, like some people come into our lives for such a short period of time, yet they make the most impact on us. And a lot of the time when maybe somebody comes into our life and they end up leaving because of of that clash of energy or that triggering of stuff, it's, it's triggered something beautiful within them. And then now it's up to them to be able to heal and grow and do that on their own. So whether you're still in their life or not, understand that you shining your light has done their soul so much good in their own healing journey. And a lot of the time, remember guys, it doesn't look very pretty in the beginning, right? When we all, when we start healing, growing, like there's those emotions that we necessarily don't like sitting in, but they're bringing that light. They're shining that light on that darkness. So it's the exact same thing for everybody else. So just remembering that it's like so key to be understanding of everybody and there's no right or wrong, right? Just because we're on this path of light and this path of um, like shining like our, our light and growth and all of this stuff, it doesn't make people less than that are not on this path right now. And that was something that I personally had to go through and experience for myself. And so I want to really share that with you guys that everybody where they're at on their own personal journey is exactly where they're meant to be in this moment of time. And whether or not that is in the same growth light journey as you, it doesn't matter. Everybody is equal and everybody is exactly where they're meant to be. Yeah, absolutely. That's beautiful. And I love that you learned that lesson. That was one that I had to learn too. And it, it took me a little bit. I kind of resisted it because I didn't want to, I didn't want to see that. Um, But when I did, it was, it was really an opening up. And the other thing that I will share on this as well that I had to learn was that we can't move people forward that aren't ready to be moved. 
mm-hmm. um, because while you have expanded and opened this, a lot of the times we want to kind of bring the people that are with us that are not in this energy into this space because we're like, wow, it's really amazing over here. Like, come join me. <laughs> yeah. Right. And they're like, um, no, no, thanks. That's kind of crazy. That's not it. That's not what I want. We're like, no, but come join me. This is beautiful. And we want to spread so much love and it's not being received. And it's actually a very serious drain on yourself and holding yourself back from your own growth. Because instead of pouring that love back into yourself, you're giving it to everybody else. And it's kind of just going into the air because they don't want it. They're not ready for it. So give it to yourself when you're finding yourself pouring so much love into others and it's not being received, you know, find other people that can receive it or give it to yourself and say, you know what? Okay. Then I'm just going to continue to expand. And when you're ready, you'll come for yourself. I love that so much. Would you mind like chatting a little bit more about receiving? Because even like when I thought about this, when you're talking about the coffee and, um, a lot of the time, I know a lot of people can relate to this is that say like receiving gifts or receiving compliments, receiving money, everything. It's like in order to receive, we must be able to give, but in order to give and have that circulation of energy, we must be okay receiving. Yes. Oh, that's so beautiful. Receiving is something that I've worked with a lot on. And so I love, love, love talking about this. And so I'll share a couple of things where we receive and we don't realize it. Um, obviously starting with the moon, right? Starting with lunar energy, you walk outside and the moonlight shines on you. She doesn't say, oh, you're not ready for me to shine on you. She doesn't say, oh, you're not ready to have light in front of you, right? She just gives it to you unwillingly and you open yourself up to receiving it. You don't question it. You don't think about it. It's just here. Whether you openly receive all the goodness she wants you to receive or not, you still accept that it's here. Just like when it starts raining, you're like, no, I don't receive that it's raining. Like, no, I'm not going to hold space for that, right? Like it's raining, whether you receive it or not, it's here and it's coming. And what I think when we're talking about universal receiving and receiving the energies of the universe, receiving different spiritual messages is they're always coming to you. Um, So whether you are aware that you're receiving or not, they're always here, they're always flowing and the universe is always saying yes to you. So when you think about how you're showing up to receive, you have to think about what you're asking for. Are you saying, I want more wealth and I want more success and then being like, oh, I can't buy that because that's too expensive and I can't do that because that's too this. And um, I have to like spend all of my money that I just got because I don't want it because it feels bad. A money selfish. Why are you trying to do that? Right? Because you're saying you want success, but your behaviors and the way you're showing the universe that you are open to receiving is, oh no, I can't afford that. No, I can't do this. That's not for me. Right? So you're receiving more of that energy instead of receiving oh, wow, this is beautiful. I will, I will, you know, get that when I'm ready to, I will get that when I'm ready to receive that. Um, there is a time and a place and I will be there for that, right? Opening yourself up to that, shifting those emotions is a big, powerful part of receiving um, on a universal level. Now, when it comes to a human to human level or a material thing level, what I would say is receiving is a beautiful way for you to anchor in to what's coming for you. So when I think of receiving things, I think of how is it nourishing my soul's journey? How is this thing that I'm going to receive, whether it's a Starbucks coffee, whether it's going out for dinner, whether it's a vacation, whether it's a new pair of shoes, whether it's paying an electric bill, right? Because that's still a receiving of light and love. Um, Even though a lot of people are like, oh, that's really negative, right? Like, I don't want to pay my electric bill. I have to spend so much money and I don't have it, right? You can go down these rabbit holes. Um, but opening yourself up to receiving, how is this serving you in this moment for your highest journey, for your soul's journey and purpose? And thinking about it in that way, it's like buying a coffee feels really good, 
right? Like I'm doing something for myself. I'm doing something that takes me on this journey instead of like, oh, I can't afford to do that. And when you shift into the energy of receiving what's good for your highest self's journey, you start to receive the ability to create more of that. So one thing that I'll say when you're working on receiving and allowing yourself to receive, there's a strong part in the intention of why you want to receive it, right? Do you want to receive, you know, a hundred dollars so that you can pay a bill or do you want to receive a hundred dollars? So you feel a little lighter. So when you pay this bill, you can be a little happier that you can pay the next month's bill. You can feel a little more comfortable and safe in your space and your home, right? Thinking about these energies, the intentions, the energies, right? It's not just, I want a hundred dollars to have it, right? What is the intention behind it to what you're calling in to receive? There is beauty in that. When you send that out to the universe, the universe is like, oh yeah, she really wants this. And she wants this for the right reasons. Okay, we'll give it to her. I love that so much. Like it's a lot of the sinking from our head into our heart. Mm -hmm. Because I know like if you guys um, notice, like Sarah just said the word feel, right? Feeling all of these things. And it's not until we can feel these things with the stuff that we currently have that the universe is going to be like, okay, like if, if, if you say, see like a dime on the ground and you don't pick up that dime and you can't be grateful for that dime and like, feel like so grateful for that 10 cents. We, yeah, you guys have 10 cents still. I'm like, we don't have pennies anymore. Like stuff's getting weird around here. (laughs) (laughs) Like, is there still dimes? I haven't used like actual like money in so long. It's always just electronic, but like picking up that dime and being like, or would you just leave it there for somebody else thinking that somebody else needs it more? right? It's all about that abundance and understanding that we are worthy of receiving that. And that if we can receive that, then the universe is going to be like, okay, like she was, did really good. She felt very grateful. She felt um, like was in a space of love when she received that. And now we're going to give her something else. We're going to give her something bigger and see, it's always a test. It's always leveling up. And as we continue to accept and receive and do all of these incredible things, it's just going to keep growing and keep expanding and everything's just going to keep getting more abundant. Yeah. I love the word expansion. Every time I, it's, it's so it's elevation and expansion have been my two words for 2020. And every time that I have like a morning where I think about expansion, I'm always on a call or in a conversation later where somebody talks about it and I'm like, yeah, expanding, it's happening. <laughs> so good. I love it so much. And so back to like the lunar energy. So I've been like doing like this manifesting with the moon since the summer. And guys, it is absolutely incredible because every like two weeks, we've either got a full moon or we've got a new moon, right? And we get to use these cycles for our advantage. And we really get to anchor into what these things mean. And I know from what I've learned, and you can definitely expand on this more, is that the full moons we have those is releasing, it's tying up all the loose ends for all of the things. And when it comes to the new moon, it's when we're really working to manifest. So it's like every two weeks, we're checking in with ourselves, we're checking with ourselves to tie up loose ends. And then we're working on what do we want to grow. So this continuous cycle working with that lunar energy, maybe you could just share a little bit more on how people can use this because we're getting to the end of 2020. It has been an absolutely crazy year. There's been so much growth, so much awakening in so many of us. And now it's like, okay, we've, we've come to this place where we're kind of like, it's been long enough now where all of this, this crazy stuff has been going on, you know, and we're kind of getting settled, but we're getting like, we're ready for something new. We're ready to bring in something else. And I know like the beginning of the year is always some, so like it's been programmed in us since we were born that that's like a 
time where we're able to make all of these massive changes. So do you want to just maybe shed some more light on how we can use those cycles of the moon kind of going into the end of the year and really like get rolling and speed up the process of our expansion? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Um, first off, like congratulations, all of the love for you and already doing this work because it is truly beautiful. Um, and for all of you that are listening that have like dipped your toe in the water, like continue to dive in because it's truly beautiful. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think that like right now, like I said, at the beginning of this um, interview conversation was that this is the time for that like rebirth and expansion. This is the time for like that stepping into that new energy. So I love that you're talking about like the beginning of the year, right? Cause you can do it then you can also start now, right? Like you can be like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to take it now. I don't have to wait until January when it's normal quote unquote to do this. You can start now in today's moment on taking this energy in for yourself. And so Working with the moon, manifesting with the moon in particular, I would say there are four phases that I would genuinely, if you're just starting to talk about, to really anchor into. So starting with the new moon, the lunar cycle starts. We set intentions. We think about what's coming for us. We think about new beginnings, what journey we want to take, right? This is when you anchor into what exactly your manifestation is. And now it's different depending on um, what sign the moon's in. And I could get into all of that, but in a general aspect, the intention you're setting, the new beginning, right? This is the time for new. This is the time for what's coming. This is the time to move forward. These are the energies that are kind of around that. Then getting into the first quarter phase, which, so all of these will be about a week apart, right? Getting into the first quarter phase, getting into the um, anchoring in the commitment to your new phase. Think about if you're going to use the um, new year phase, right? Like at the end of January, most people have already fallen off on their goals, right? Like, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Oh, I missed today. Oh, I didn't do this. Okay. Well, you know, I'll try next year right? The first quarter phase of every month is about committing to your goals, saying, okay, I had this really exciting energy. I felt the energy of the moon. I felt the energy of La Luna shining down and saying, you know, these are the intentions for you. This is what I want. I was really excited. And then three days later, I was kind of like, "Ah." the first quarter phase is coming around and she's like, hey, recommit, give yourself the honor, give yourself that, you know, time to see this, see why you want, you know, focus again on why you want this. Um, You can start to take creation time here on how to actually implement it, right? There's time for this in this moment. Then getting into the full moon, getting into the celebration and gratitude is an extremely strong part of the full moon. There's also, on the other hand, a release that needs to happen. The full moon is, yes, absolutely beautiful for releasing. Um, And it's releasing all of the stuff that hasn't served this intention that you set. It's releasing all of the things that have been holding you back. And maybe you've even done them in the past two weeks, right? Maybe you've even started to anchor into how you're doing them, how you're showing up and being like, oh yeah, that doesn't actually align with the goal that I want. That doesn't align with the intention. Okay, I'm going to release it. There's also the gratitude for how you've been doing it the way you've wanted, for the little steps you've taken of implementation or creation or mantras or affirmations or just seeing yourself in this light right finding gratitude for who you are as you are going on this journey then going into the last quarter uh, which is the week right after the full moon and before the new moon where you get to surrender into what it feels like to do this you get to surrender 
after you've released all these things, been aware of it, right? You get to surrender into the feeling of receiving. You get to surrender deeper into yourself, into what your body truly needs, into what your heart needs, your soul needs, right? Surrendering into what's coming and shedding of anything that you've kept here that is is extra weight, anything that you've um, tried to release and it's a longer process, right? It's a whole, it's a shedding and a rebirth ceremony as well. And so when you're going through manifesting, those would be the four phases to anchor into each week um, just to kind of help you along on the journey. And this could be, you know, if you're setting like a 30-day or a 28-day manifestation, or this could be a long-term thing, right? Really anchoring into the different levels that this brings you. Wow, I love that. That's so beautiful. And it's so powerful how we have so many opportunities to be able to do this. Like you said, like we don't have to wait until January, guys. We don't have to wait until January to start making changes. We can do it like literally at any point. And just knowing that the moon is going to be there supporting us on it because it's such a nurturing, like supporting, loving energy. Like you said, it's always wanting the highest good for us. If you guys haven't been out to check out the moon, like I swear, like this summer, something clicked within me where I've like literally just been going outside every single night. And like, even now after the full moon, like she is so bright, like she is there cheering all of us on in all of this abundance. And she's there just to nurture us and support us in all of it. So if you guys have not been outside recently at nighttime, like I suggest, like go outside because we get that reminder every night when it gets dark, that this, that this like energy is here with us. So we have no excuse now because every time you see darkness outside, you understand that the moon is also out there somewhere and is also cheering you on. So you've got another supporter on your side. Oh my God. I love that. That's such a beautiful um, like analogy of how to see La Luna. Oh, that's gorgeous. Yeah, she is. She's a friend. She's the light shining down on you. I always say she reminds you every night, every day of the light within you, no matter where you're at, no matter how dark it is, no matter how vibrant the day was, no matter how rough the day was, there's always an ending light within you that she allows you to see. And so it's just mm-hmm. so beautiful. It's the illumination of all of your possibilities. Oh, so beautiful. It's so good. I just want to thank you so much, Sierra, for coming on here. And guys, if you want to learn more about these things, I know Sierra does a lot on social media. So as these new moon phases or yeah, as the moon phases come up, like Sierra is really good at posting stuff, uh, more information on that. And what's your Instagram, Sierra, so that everybody can kind of follow you and um, you follow your journey, reach out if you guys have any questions. Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to connect with all of you. I think it's so beautiful to spread this magic. Um, You can find me on Instagram or on Facebook at Mighty Mom Boss. Um, Stepping into that empowerment, right? Being a mom of two, I was like, you know what? I have to, I have to call this because it's just what I feel the energy of. So yeah, Mighty Mom Boss, you can find me and I'm open to all of it. I'm open to seeing you guys and honoring you in this moment. I love that so much. And you also have another, um, the crystal shop on Instagram as well, which is... Mighty Mighty Moonstones. Yep. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And for that, do you ship within, um, is it just the States or is it within Canada as well? No, we ship to Canada as well. Yeah. We ship internationally. We actually just shipped an order out to Brazil, which was really exciting. What? Oh my gosh. That's incredible. Yeah. So definitely go check Sierra out. As you guys have seen, like she is absolutely such an incredible, beautiful light. She has so much knowledge and just sharing this amazing magic that the moon has to offer us and that we we literally are so much more supported than we could ever imagine And when we start tapping into this and just educating ourselves on a new way and learning more expanding our minds and opening up our hearts as i always say uh there truly is like an abundance of possibilities out there for us so 
Um, is there anything else you would like to share before we kind of sign off here, Sierra? Just honor yourself in each moment that you do. Honor yourself and how powerful you are just by taking in the breath that you're taking right now. There is so much magic in you. Mm, I love that so much. Really accepting and loving all of the little things that are here in front of us every single day. Yeah, absolutely. There's celebration. It's easy to celebrate the big wins. It's easy to be like, oh, I just did this amazing thing. Right. But, you know, waking up in the morning, taking a shower, you know, taking your first bite of food, nourishing your body, right. The breath you're taking, like all of the little things are ways that you're honoring your magic inside of you and, you know, ways that you're raising your own energy. So those deserve to be celebrated too. Incredible. I just want to thank you so much again for being on here, for taking the this time out of your busy de- day and your busy schedule to be here and just educate us all on this power. And um, thank you so much. Of course. Thank you for having me, honoring you in this moment and everybody listening. Oh, amazing. Okay. Well, have an amazing rest of your day, everybody. We love you so, so much and just keep growing, keep expanding, keep educating yourself and keep implementing all of these amazing little things. Cause all of these little things we decide to pick up when we start putting into our lives, they're all paying off and everything that you're currently doing right now, regardless how tough it seems, regardless how much enjoyment you're having right now, like all of these different things, like it's all paying off for you and you're exactly where you're meant to be on your beautiful journey. So thank you so much for being here with us, everybody for another episode. And uh, we'll see you on the next one. Bye everybody.